Yeah, well, that's exciting and well done for what you're doing. Yeah, we're seriously. Very... Uh, I, I, I am, um, I'm, I was, when I was reading your bio and looking you up on online, I've gone, there is such a richness in, in how you've continued to grow, uh, how you've pivoted throughout your life and, and the things that you've achieved. And I know, I know it's just a reel that you put up and, and you're telling us because we don't see the hardships, but we understand some of the hardships because we've, we've traveled a similar road. So I, I love that you've, you've really connected with that and your messaging is so, is so positive. And, and it really, if people read, uh, read the information well, they can see that you have gone through so many different changes, but you've been able to be successful in all those changes. And that takes a lot of stamina. It takes a lot of courage. And so I just want to, I want to honor you and congratulate you. I know we did that on a podcast, but I just want to say that personally to you. What I wanted to say, you know, um, I see that and you're, you're the real deal. Well done. Completed an interview with Alex and Steve of LeaderFlow, sharing world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Learn more about them at designedalliance.com.au. That is D-E-S-I-G-N-E-D-A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E dot com dot A-U. Enjoy today's episode. G'day, Steve. How are you going? G'day, Alex. I'm going really well. I'm pretty excited about today. You're excited. My goodness me. I couldn't believe, you know, how, how, uh, how we were chosen out of so many different podcasts that are out there um, to be honoured by our special guest today, to have someone who is very, very special, very accom- highly accomplished and very successful in her own, li- in her own right. And, and it's none other than the former Miss Singapore, who is now a founder and the CEO of Soul Rich Woman, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia that connects with more than 200,000 women across the region in the Soul F membership program. Welcome to our podcast today, Janisha. Hey, thank you for having me on your show. We are we are we are so blessed to have you and and we we welcome you and we look forward to hearing so much about you. Uh, but before we so, kick that yeah, off, let, let me just do, do you want to unpack that? Yeah, it's amazing, amazing. Um, we want you to really get to get a bit of a sense of Janisha uh, in um, what she's done in the past and the things that she's been involved with. So you mentioned about being former Miss Singapore. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also a cafe retail chain owner and Southeast Asian woman of the excellence in 2010. She was international progressive woman, 2019. She was awarded by the noble queen, the most prominent woman empowerment in 2020. Wow. She's also a business coach and awarded as a mentor of the year in powerhouse global limited. She's the founder of Soul Rich Woman, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia. And as you mentioned, 200,000 women. That's a fantastic um, audience that is really being impacted by Janisha's life and work. And for the past 17 years, Janisha has coached celebrities, CEOs and politicians to be seen as a leader on stage. And today with the Soul Rich Woman blueprint and the SRW Academy, 
She mentors thousands of women to bring their business and leadership brand online. Mm. Her vision is to support 1 million women to own and love the F word. And we'll un- no doubt she'll unpack that as we go along. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Because our <laughs> listeners have got sensitive ears, but I know it won't be what we're thinking. But yeah. please go ahead. <laughs> so um, before establishing Soul Rich Woman, Janisha was an owner of a cafe retail chain mm. with a presence in three countries with 18 franchisees and licenses that is successfully exited to a public listed company after four years. She's the winner of two awards in 2014, the Franchisee and Franchiser of the Year, runner-up by Franchise and Licensing Association in Singapore. That's no mean feat, ladies and gentlemen. That's incredible. For women who love the F word, and here we go, being fabulous, Mm -hmm. having freedom, financial independence and family. Janisha is a podcast host and producer since 2019 for three podcasts. And they are for women who love the F word with listeners in 131 countries, a daily 10 minute marketing. One thousand plus downloads every month, and also make it happen. Secrets to go from stuck to unstoppable. I absolutely love that concept. Without changing who you are, even if no one believes in you or stands by you, she is also the author of Personal Branding Secrets and a new book, Make It Happen: Secrets to Go from Stuck to Unstoppable Without Changing Who You Are. From as young as fourteen years of age, Denisha had to support herself through school, through working in a nine-to-five job as an Mm. occupational therapist and then later becoming a serial entrepreneur. Janisha has gone through the highs and lows, as you can imagine, of being a business owner. Her epic journey from being in a six-figure debt to becoming a millionaire in 2013 has fueled her passion to support women to do the same and to own the F word. Janisha has been profiled in CNBC, Forbes and China Daily. She's a thought leader and leading women's empowerment expert. She's regularly invited to speak on TV and radio, Mm. as well as conferences. And she has shared the stage with great minds like Gary Vaynerchuk, Mary Buffett, Kim Kiyosaki, and also Neil Patel. My goodness. Well, Janisha, thank you. And now... (laughs) on the leader flow and transformation station podcast yeah I'm, I'm i'm just blown away you know what how impressed i am by all that you have done janisha and and you're only 21 have a look i mean you you look so young and radiant i'm just i'm just amazed of how much you've done in such a short period of time but you know what what really impresses me the most is how how much of a progression of growth there's continual growth and development that you've that you, you have achieved throughout your life, uh, you must be proud of, of your results and, your, and being recognised for those um, and awarded for all those achievements, yeah? Yeah, I think, uh, I think at this time it's, it's good, but always moving the goalpost. That's always a habit of leaders, right? We set the goal and then as we get closer to it, we're kind of like, okay, I want to, I want to move it a little bit further. Let's, let's go 50 yards more. So that's, yep. that's a bad habit at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because sometimes your team can't just keep up with you, can they? 
But, you know, I, I want to I drill down into an area because I know that all of this success hasn't been handed to you. It hasn't been, you know, one, one, one morning you woke up and here you are, the successful entrepreneur, business owner and, you know, former Miss, Miss Singapore. All that, these aren't things that, that have just happened overnight. It's taken a lot of work. Can, can you share with our listeners, please, Janisha, what was one of the biggest challenges that you have had to face in your career life? And then how did you overcome that? One of the biggest challenges that I faced was having a lot of procrastination in the things that I wanted to do, like your a split mind, something that you want to do, and then there are days that you just don't want to get out of bed, right? So I think this is something that a lot of us will face when we are going through our path. We set goals and then we, we can't really move and we're not going towards the direction. So yeah. the way I overcame procrastination is finding my big why. Always visiting why am I doing what I'm doing in every single milestone that I'm working towards. Sometimes there are ups, sometimes there are downs, but visiting mm. the why helped me to see why I wanted to do the cafe retail chain, why I wanted to win Miss Singapore, why I wanted to do Soul Rich Woman. So the why comes from two ways. First, it's always to understand that spark within you. So sometimes the why cannot be phantomed mm. or can't be described in words. It's that energy, I will call that the momentum, that spark, that daredevil inside you that will get you spontaneously up out of your bed and doing crazy stuff. So that is one way to find out what is the why. Because through that momentum, through that energy, you move yourself forward. The other way is to really understand that reason, the sole purpose that you're here on planet Earth. You know, why do you exist as a person? I think through that bigger picture, then you can narrow down to that small or medium or extra large purpose that you're working on through that journey of yours. That is fantastic. So really your why is, is your driving force and that's what's helped you push through. So if I can be so bold, why? My big why has always been my mom. And she is like a leader in the community. She has brought me up in a really good way because my family, financially, we were not sound. So at 14, I had to work and support myself through school. There are many obstacles that I faced in my growing up years. Like for example, I was often being bullied in school because I was poor. I couldn't change my shoes. My clothes were hand-me-down. My bags were like, you know, hand me down. So it was not beautiful. It was not pretty. So often being that joke of the class or being, you know, cornered in one corner. And, and you know, there was one time I remembered I was being bullied so bad that I wanted to commit suicide. My mom was my driving force and kind of holding me together and said, turn your mess into your message. Yeah. With that, I've moved my life forward. But it was not an easy path, like I said. So even up to today, many years moving forward, like you said, I'm 21, forever 21. And at this <laughs> point, 
she is still a leader in the community and that inspires me because she's so generous, she's so giving, she's still leading and that has never stopped. That spark within her was kind of moving and moving and moving and moving. So when I see that, I understood if I had that same spark within me, mm. that same momentum, I could do so much more in my years to come. So that is why I say that she's my big why. And she's my spark, my energizer bunny that keeps me going every single time. That is fabulous, isn't it, Steve? I mean, when you, when you think about, uh, yeah, a, a, as you were speaking, I had, I had the whole leadership model. Um, you, you, you just spoke the leadership model because we know leadership is not about saying to someone, it's about showing someone. And, and your mother was the demonstrator for you. She demonstrated what you can do and what you can achieve and you want to go out there and do even more and be able to help other people. And, and through that leadership of self and then leading of others is, is how we end up growing and developing and, and creating great, I'll say, I'll say um, very, very uh, community-minded, um, uh, what's the word when you're creating hundreds of thousands of people um, that that are focused on the same thing. What's that? What's that transformation? It is transforming the the community. Transforming isn't it? the community through example. Through example. Yeah. And uh, your mum's example helped transform you. And, and amazing. And, and if you're going to be transformational, first you have to be transformed yourself. Right. And, and it sounds to me that's what happened to you, Tanisha. Mm -hmm. Tanisha, how did you then go from being bullied in class to standing on the stage at Miss Singapore? Mm. That was pretty interesting. I couldn't believe it myself. But you see, when you have the five people that you hang on with the most, the quality of friends, the peer support, I think that really made a lot of difference. My friends enrolled me to the beauty pageant and encouraged me. They saw something that I didn't have within me. I think that was something that is pretty much I'm doing now here in Solid Woman. A lot of the women can't see what they have, but we see yeah. potential in them. So that was what happened to me many, many years ago. My friends saw the potential in me. They saw that ability to transform within me and they gave me, a, lent me their courage <laughs> to go and join the competition. So that was how I walked through the door and that transformed my life pretty much. And I take it that that's kind of like the heart of soul rich woman, isn't it? That you're lending others your courage. Mm. You're trying to engage them and envision them for what they can be. Yes, we see what they can't see. So it's always good to have that. And that's one of, one of the things essentially we do in soul rich women. We kind of mentor the women and giving them that additional, I would say, view sight to move forward, yeah. right? Or we'll not even say it's foresight. We're just like, okay, a, a peek of what's possible for you in the future. And what can you do for yourself if you were to take the steps forward? Mm. Mm. And it takes courage, doesn't it, Alex, to take steps forward? And um, I know that you were interested to ask Janisha a question about having that courage to take steps forward because there's been a few career changes we noticed there. Oh, goodness me. I know, um, yeah, I, I'm, again, I'm impressed not only of what you've done, but more so, Janisha, on how you've pivoted and how you've succeeded in each of those pivots. 
and it, it just blows me away. And I, I, I've got to ask the question though, how much do you think your results really hinged on your success in the beauty pageant world in the Miss, in the Miss Singapore world? How much of your results do you think really hinged on that? I would say it opened the doors and it definitely gave me the foundation because first and foremost, I was not trained in, I would say, public speaking, department, networking, personal branding. I was not trained in all these things until the beauty pageant part. So that gave me a lot of training. And you see, when the doors open for you, you need to walk through it. That's one. Two, you need to continue your journey. So I'm not yeah. stuck in my past, right? So I use all these skill sets and continue to hone and work on those. So that really helped me to build my consultancy business when I was doing coaching with um, CEOs and directors of companies on their personal branding. So I think that really helped. And when I yeah. moved into the cafe retail chain business, that helped the branding as well as the marketing of the business. And then later on, when I did Sorich Woman, I think that gave my foundation pieces. I was, I am like a Doraemon. I don't know if you know this cartoon character, this blue color, very bear-like looking cute cartoon from the Japanese comics. Yep. So I'm kind of like Doraemon, like picking out stuff from my toolkit and helping the people around me to succeed in the multiple experiences I've gone through. I love my mm. life and I feel that everything has stacked up over the years. So that's yeah. what I value a lot. That's fantastic. And, you know, um, we've, we've been, we've come across a bit of research recently that, that sort of really gives us, uh, well, effectively the research says that there's going to be somewhere between 40 and 60% of people that will be looking at resigning from their jobs and, I think people are really itching or itching at being back in control of their lives and they're looking at pivoting out of their nine to five grind and, you know, the the, the work environment has changed completely with COVID and all those sorts of things. But I, I, I'd like you to think about what you could share with our listeners, which will, one, help them to make the decision to either stay where they are to go and and two... Um, actually inspire them to take the action that they require to create a positive outcome? So I have had the honor to work with a lot of 905 employees in my organization. Mm. And one very common finding that we discovered was that they wanted to quit because they, of course, want to change environment, but the deep set innate need for their dreams. That means they had that in them for the longest time, but COVID right. was an excuse to <laughs> kind yes. of get yeah. out of that current situation to move into the next phase. So one thing I would say is to continuously work on your personal brand because mm. a leader without a title of your organization, say if you're a director of a company, 
you can't carry that title with you because the moment you are out yes. of the organization, you are nobody. So yep. build your personal brand outside of the organization. Do a podcast. Do something where people want to follow you. Become a thought leader of a certain yep. subject in your area of expertise. Even if you were to change to a different industry, that thought leadership follows you. So that yes. you are no longer bound by the title of the organization. You are bound by now what you call your own personal space, your own personal brand, your thought leadership. So that would be key. I think that's really wise advice because, I mean, in the past, it, it used to be that people would start working mm. for a company and they would stay with that company for life. Yeah. But now people realize that those companies, they don't stay with you for life. That's right. And uh, there's lots of changes and people change uh, roles regularly. regularly and yeah. so that's very wise advice. This way you can future-proof yourself and potential income by actually uh, having your own personal brand and leading others and becoming a thought leader in the areas that you shine in. Absolutely. You know what? It, 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 it's not just women either. I know your target audience is women and it's, and it's fabulous. Um, but men suffer that greatly as well, where where their identity is connected with their role and their job. And when they lose that job, so too do they lose their identity and their brand and who they are. And and a lot of people, a lot of men will struggle through that process of change. And I've helped a number, and I've, I've gone through the same process myself many, many years ago, as I've spoken about previously in my podcast, and it is a it is a, a, a difficult process when you're not aware you're in it. Um, so uh, creating that identity that's really deeply in, and, and well entrenched in something greater than yourself and and connected with your purpose, then you can move anywhere and be of greater value to people as opposed to just the job title. So that's a very, very good point, Janisha. I really appreciate that. You know, there, there's an old saying that says, behind every great man, there's a great, even greater woman. And I can tell you that that's the case in my life with my wife, Jacqueline, because I know if, if she didn't do what she did with our, with our six children or five children that we have at home and, and uh, with our household and bits and pieces, and there's no way that I can get to have fun and enjoy doing things like this. Um, in your life, how much has your husband been of a support to you? My partner has always been, uh, I would say, not someone of in the limelight. He likes to be behind the scenes. We do all the multiple businesses together from the cafe retail chain to um, what I'm doing right now. So I think that understanding deep level of friendship that we have really helped to move that, I would say, that energy forward. The second piece will be knowing our own place, knowing our strength and what we are good at. So play the game together where we are best. Feel us in the positions where we are the best. So yeah. when we work together in that partnership, I think that really helped to move it forward. Emotionally, he is always... Uh, because we attend causes together as well. So we understand having a safe space or safe place for communication and discussion. And uh, we come to a space where we say, okay, no judgment. This is something that I want to say. This is how I feel I'm saying what I feel I'm saying. And then because yep. we are educated in that space of healing work, we are able to communicate freely when we 
have to or when we want to. So that really helped to balance out both the logic and the creative side. And the creative, yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. When you think about it, those relationships that are closest to us matter the most. Yes. And I know for me, um, when Ariana and I, for example, you know, if we have an argument or whatever, my whole day is not the same as when things are going great. You know what I mean? It's just sort of, there's this cloud that just walks with me. And no matter how I try to shake it off, I can't. So tending to those relationships that are closest to yeah. us uh, are really important. And it's something that as we are striving to lead well, as we are striving to um, do great things and to give to others, to remember to, to look mm. after our own backyards and our own relationships first as a, as a priority. And, and I've got to admit, there have been times in my life where I, even though I said in my head it was a priority, my actions didn't show that it was a priority. Yep. And uh, I've had to work on that because um, yep. I, I usually love, I love what I do. I, I love working with people and adding value to people and championing and, and building people up. That's right. Um, but it's important to, for us to do that with um, our own families. Um, Janisha, each country has its own culture. And across Asia, there's many countries of varying cultures and beliefs. And how have you been able to deal with the challenges of the stereotypical man as the breadwinner, for example? And has that been a challenge? Well, that has to be one of the big challenge and it's still one of a challenge, I would say, especially when we are working with women who are stay-at-home moms and they used to be in the corporate world, for example. Then they left their jobs for family and then they want to do something. The husbands are always one of the deciding factor whether they want to continue, let's say, their, their entrepreneurship journey or whether they, they want to do more with their business. So that's one, one thing. I think the second part will be, uh, even though it formed as a challenge, but sometimes the husband, like what you say, could be one of the supporting, I would say the supporting factor as well to mm. move them forward because some of them are very encouraging. So I think it's just a double-edged sword on that one. But the notion where yeah. men are like the key breadwinners are pretty much true here in Asian culture. Very much true. And women should be married, you know, should have kids and should be doing this and that. I think that still holds a lot. However, I would say in the last, I would say five years at least, the entrepreneurship scene here in Singapore especially have changed. Even Vietnam has started to change. Uh, when, mm. uh, they, they are starting to change maybe from Malaysia they have initiatives to help uh, female entrepreneurs of women sp uh, specifically to get on board entrepreneurship so we, there are schemes wow. available like a dollar to a dollar if you just do a startup here in Singapore or if it uh, means if you put a dollar into the business they will fund up to I think $50,000 I think there's one scheme yep. that helps that like in Malaysia wow. if you're a female entrepreneur you're starting a business I think there's some help in that area as well and in vietnam and there, there also be there's also a organization uh, that helps uh, female entrepreneurs as well to get going so I, I feel that there is help and support along the way you just need to know where to tap into those resources and that's a big part of what uh, you do with soul rich woman and um, yeah, we just want to commend you for that mm. that's fantastic yes absolutely you know um, you, you mentioned 
you, you mentioned earlier that um, your mother was a, a great was the why in your life. Is there any other is there any other person you can think of right now that was uh, a, a huge inspiration in your life to to get you to get you or keep you motivated or keep you on target? You know what I I for me because family is one of my my value system. Family is like yeah. the top of the value chain. So these are my key motivational factors. Yeah, there could be bigger influencers like the Gary Vaynerchuk and like Kim Kiyosaki and Mary Buffett. And then there are big names like Oprah Winfrey, for example. But overall, yeah. what's closest to home is the closest to heart. Where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. So Amen. for me, yeah. my mom and my partner, these two are, I would say, key anchors and influences. Mm. And of course, externally, I would say, like the names I've just mentioned, I think Gary Vee was one of a big influence for me in 2017 when I watched his videos about, you know, going on social, you need to be consistent, you need to be out there putting out videos, for example. So some of his strategies and that got me going. Uh, to tweak the way I put up my content in mm. the online world. So that was one. I think the other piece I would say would be Kim Kiyosaki when she talks about investing. So yep. th when I met this two real person in real life, that to me was a game changer. It was like, wow, meeting the two, I would say, legends. One, right. investing for women. And one, who is talking about personal branding in the social media space. Mm. Fantastic. That's really good. Yeah, Alex and I really love your quote that says, alone we are strong, together we are unstoppable. Um, when you think about that, alone we are strong, together we are unstoppable. Well, no what, what man is an island. Oh, for, for right. me, for, for, for yourself? No, for me, I, I love that because I have never done things things on my own because I've always been on a team with my mom. Whether is it her soul is with me, her spirit is with me, you know, always doing things together. And then the other one is I have a team, right? Right now I've grown to a team and no longer functioning on my own. And because of that, I saw that we can't do things on our own. We want to be our own, only good at the things that we are good at, we are gifted at. So we need to come together as a team, even a soccer game, a football game, you know, you need to be a team basketball game, you need to have a team. Yep. So that to me, you can move faster. Hmm. Someone once said that no great thing was ever done by one person. It, was, uh, it always takes a team to do. But there's, there's, some, there's some real struggles in developing a team and keeping that team motivated and on, and on track. Uh, what, is, what are some of the struggles that you've had in the past with that team development? Wow, I think the first thing that I struggle with when developing a team, I think it's to build that culture. That, that mm. culture, I think it's important because what we stand for, who you are, um, who, why you are working on a team, the work that you are delivering, who does it impact, you've got to educate them. So I think that culture part was something that needed to be done. Number two was communication. Do you thank them enough? Do you thank your team enough? Like even for me as a leader, I thank them regularly. In fact, I will say thank you for the work that you've done. Thank you for the effort. Even though sometimes they'll make mistakes and they, were, they will make mistakes. And you got to just 
empower them, let them fall, right? And then thank them also it, it, for the effort. Just even by making that mistake, they could be putting, um, they could be making it hard on themselves just by making that mistake. So by you saying, hey, thank you for, for trying, it, it, it takes some of that weight off their shoulders, doesn't it, of, of self-condemnation. Yeah. In fact, when you scold them, I don't know, I've just this, this, I learned this from someone, I, I can't remember who, but if you were to blame your team member when that situation happened, you literally, you literally transfer all the responsibility to them. Yes. But, but the organization don't belong to them. Exactly. Yeah. But you right. as a leader have to bear the brunt. You need to carry yeah, that yeah. with you. The blaming them gives them the power to run away. But if you were to thank them for the effort and said, yeah. hey, I know you have tried your best and this is uh, what you have done. It's okay. You made a mistake. Okay, now, here's the solution. You move your team from mm. that space of distrust, space of self-blame, to a space where, oh, okay, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. They accept and then they move. If not, yep. they will be stuck at the problem and their responsibility stays with them and they have that they will like quit or they will do something else or they would think otherwise and you will not be as effective and efficient as organization. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And it's and it's um it's on the leader. It is actually on the leader that uh, to show them not only that they've they've uh, made an error, but how to correct that error and the lesson that's involved in that process, uh, rather than just blaming that person for making a mistake and digging in and doing it themselves. So the leader should should take that responsibility of continuing to mentor them and help them through that process so that they that they can learn from the mistake and move on to the next thing. So it's a, a very, very good point. You know what? I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to understand what was the impetus for you to create that quote. Wow! I think the the main thing is always to have a few. I would say, like a mo like a like a push factor, like a overall mm. umbrella, that you like a mantra. Like to yeah. get your team focused because one of the things that I learned is that when you don't get people focusing on the same space and the same bullseye, you want to move them forward, it's not easy. And yeah. and it's just like for women who love the effort, for example, the reason why I, I don't focus on the soul rich woman, but rather on a tagline of for women who love the effort, being fabulous, having freedom, financial independence and a happy family was because that success definition defines differently for everybody. Yeah. So when right. you give someone the opportunity to visualize something that belongs to them, it's easy to move them forward. So when we come up with a narrative or a mantra, that is why we want to kind of give them the opportunity to see that bigger picture and then let them visualize what internally means to, for them. And then with that common goal, we move everybody forward. Yeah, that's fabulous. That's really, really good. So yep. you, during the course of um, 
all that you've done, there've been some highs and lows that you've been through as a business owner. What, what keeps you going? How do you get out of a low? Well, <laughs> like I said, sometimes the, there is, there is highs and lows. I mean, we always have that. I think the, the, the biggest thing is always to revisit the why. Always revisit the why. I, I cannot emphasize this enough. I know it sounds like I'm preaching this, but it is so true because sometimes we get lost. We 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 get distracted by the shiny object uh shiny object shiny object syndrome. We we get distracted by our family as well sometimes because family issues with this and that happening for us. Let's always go back to the big why and steering that momentum forward. I think that that is key. I think the other piece is to have someone else other than you on the team who's also leading. So we all lead in different departments, in different areas. And when the yeah. few of us come together, we kind of become the member of the team that holds the fort for the other member when the member is away or is down. So I think that is also important. That's why alone you are strong and together we are unstoppable. Yeah. And that just really goes into um, really in depth into one of our teachings around the inner circle and creating that strong, connected inner circle of people that that just can can lift you and help you out of things and they can lead the team for you when you're not there. So it's creating that management team, that board of directors and whatever that is for, for your organisation and for you. And you know what, in, in, in this current digital age that we're living in, and it's a fabulous space. I mean, I, I've watched the development of it over, over my lifetime and I've loved it. And, and, but then the new COVID lifestyle that we've all had to live and that we're all living in now and need to in the future. Can I ask you, Janisha, is there anything in there that's happened over these last 18 months that you're really, truly grateful for that are, that are the result of the restrictions that we've had to endure? I'm glad I'm still alive. I think mm. for me, my circumstances is that because I was an occupational therapist before in the healthcare industry, and I went through SARS in 20, 2003 and 2004 as an occupational right. therapist. I was working in a hospital. So that was already the first phase that I saw how life could be so short with a virus, with a disease, mm. with something that happened in hospitals. And now that it happened to me, I'm glad to be alive. I think it, it just pay attention to... Like, for, for example, if you need to wear a mask, just wear a mask. I mean, there are some logic behind certain things. But yeah. when whatever that, that, that noises or people are saying around you or whatever that you've read, just, just, just be aware that it is real, it's relevant. And people around me have passed away because of COVID-19. My staff, my staff's family has passed away. I've got um, a lot. I've got uh, my friends auntie passed away, my friend's dad just passed away here in Singapore uh, because of COVID-19. So it's really very real and, and I'm so glad to be alive. Yeah, it's a, it's a fabulous thing to be grateful for, isn't it, Steph? Yeah. It, it, when, when you're those close to us pass away from something like that, it's, it's a big thing and to try to keep focused on the value of life and, and to you know, while we have life to really value it because there's things that can come up in our environment that 
no one can plan for and and we have to kind of move through it and it's not an easy thing. Janisha, I want to ask you about something that you're working on at the present, um, which you feel really create meaning to the world and, and to your audience. What's, what's, what's happening at the moment that you're working on that you're excited about and you're like, yes, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to share it. I think now I'm kind of repivoting the entire, I will say, the, the momentum of moving storage women forward. Uh, and we're working on how do we, I will say, because pre-COVID world, we're always talking about getting women to go from offline to online. So that was the key messaging. But now post-COVID world is that it's known that it's already a, like a truth that you must be online. Right, there's a there's there's just some truth that you must already be online. So it's we, a new normal. It's a yeah, new it's normal, a new normal. It? Yeah. It's no longer yeah. like the the pre-COVID world where we need to educate why you must still be online. Yeah. So we totally skip that whole phase of education, and yeah. moving into the execution part. So we are actually redesigning how our process flow a lot more, working with the uh, the SOF Academy. Uh, where where more women can get on board and how we are tweaking the value that we are giving in that uh, to move them into the space. And we put in podcasting as one of the, the things that people must do now, uh, live yep. streaming or uh, making impact through live videos. I think that would be another. Combining all these factors to build up their personal brand. So we're kind of tweaking that that pieces right now. I would say the messaging right now. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and it's so important, isn't it? Yeah, getting the right messaging. And you're right. You know that 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 can be one of the blessings, I guess, that came out of um, out of this whole COVID um, debacle or this this pandemic that we're all suffering in uh, around the world, is that everyone has the ability to change and pivot very quickly and go from having hundreds and thousands of people in a in a in a room which is still lovely to do when you can do it, but you can do the same thing with um, thousands of people online and get the same, as long as you're able to connect and, and communicate effectively, get the same points across and really make a difference in people's lives. So there's got to be, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for that in that in regard because the way how many people have really, have really made such a massive shift around the place you know Janisha imagine what it would have been like if we didn't have that if we online didn't. space absolutely it if, would have been very isolated if, wouldn't it we we would be back in you know really the 1913 1914 Spanish flu days you'd be crawled you'd be curled up in a in a, in a ball, ball in the in the corner of your yeah, house that's right doing you know, the old doing the old rocking, rocking away yeah. um but it really has enabled us to really connect with um, with everyone uh, around the world and feel their pain and, and, and be empathetic and, and help them through that process. You know, I know that each day brings a new thing and each day brings a new challenge. What's, what's the next big thing for you, Janisha? What mountain are you looking at wanting to climb next? I think the, the next thing I want to climb is to continue to grow the numbers of the women we can reach out to. I think that is still something that we are looking. And of course, that's why the messaging is, I would say, regenerating and looking at how to get the women to understand 
when you're online, everything boils down to, for example, leadership and personal branding. It's not just about social media accounts. I think that that's one thing that we need. We are we are working on as well to mm-hmm. help them to see that social media can just shut down for many hours. That what happened just a few, I think, one two weeks ago, where Facebook yeah, was Facebook. down, mm-hmm. WhatsApp was down, Instagram was down. What do you do when all these social media are down? All your assets are literally gone for that many hours. And it could be a taste of what comes in the future as well. Exactly. Because um, it's in the hands of other people that own the businesses. And, and if they choose to want to do whatever they want to do, as, uh, obviously Facebook wasn't a, wasn't a nefarious issue, but it was, uh, it was something, a technical issue, a minor technical issue. But that could happen anywhere. And look at how many people were affected. You know what? The question comes to mind for me is I wonder how uh, – I wonder – what people did for that six hours that there was no social media. I know they all flooded to Twitter, but, you know, where did they go? What did they do? They go to TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) TikTok got flooded. That's right. So, Um, Janisha, just to round out our, our great conversation today with you, what would you like to leave with women um, in Asia and what would be your message? And Australia. Here in Australia, you yeah. know, we, um, we're yeah. a part of Asia too. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what, what, what message would you love to, to leave women here in Australia and in your part of the world? Turn your mess into your message. Whatever you've mm. gone through during COVID, whether you've lost your job, you are kind of struggling and you want to change up your business, you want to do something different with your life, Turn your mess into your message. Don't think that it's not important, not relevant, but whatever you've done or doing, you're doing, it's stacking up. So yeah, turn your mess into a message. Thank you so much. We've been so honoured, Alex, uh, for us to speak to you today. I've got to say, first time we've ever interviewed a former Miss Singapore on Mm, the show. Indeed. Yeah, Miss any other country either. But not just that. You know, you're you're the CEO of Soul Rich Woman, the number one entrepreneur network. network, You're the CEO of Soul Rich Woman, the number one female entrepreneur network in Southeast Asia, and you're connecting with over 200,000 women across the region and climbing. What an epic journey from going from six figures in debt to becoming a millionaire. But it's not about the money that impresses me. It's about who you've become in the process and who you are becoming and the influence that you're having on women to own the F word. (laughs) To, to, um, you know. I love that. I really do. I really love that. You know, it's, it's about freedom financial freedom Mm. it's about family yeah and uh, we're so grateful that you came on our show today and we are grateful for what you shared with us and we'd love to have you come back again would you come back again janisha would you would you honor us again with your your presence and and um and and empowerment of uh, of the women that we have connected with us in australia of course if you would like to have me back just let me know we would we would love to. Thank you so much. That'd be fantastic. Janisha, um, tell us about your book, your website, uh, some things that are going on for you that you can share with our yeah. listeners. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, do connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram at Janisha Alora, And that is G-N-E. 
C I A A L L U O R E, Janisha Alora. I have two free gifts for you. Uh, the first one is Secrets of Personal Branding, where I share how you can brand yourself. And then the other one will be how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can function in your zone of genius and make money online. And that's available at soulrichwoman.com. That's S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And we have a special offer too that we can offer listeners. And that is that we have a free uh, introduction to a mindset program. And we'd love for you to take advantage of that. And that'll be on the designedalliance.com.au website in our growth hub. And also we're having a partnership with Soul Rich Woman. And for the month of November, all of those connected with Janisha and the Soul Rich Woman Network and Podcasts. And we're talking about the podcast for women who love the F word, the podcast Soul Why, Secrets of the Soul Rich Woman Blueprint, and also the podcast Make It Happen, along with the Design Alliance Network and podcast Leader Flow and Transformation Station. We're giving you a 10% discount on two of our life-changing courses the first course is Keystone Success Habits. And this is about hacking your personal success by using the 11 mm. Keystone Habits. And these habits will help you make small manageable, manage, these habits will help you make small manageable changes that will act as a catalyst for success in many areas of your life. So you can hack your life for success. And the second course is Developing Intelligent Leadership and it's a masterclass series. And this is an exclusive masterclass series that will improve and leverage your leadership effectiveness using world-class leadership principles and practices so that you can truly lead and live out the F word. <laughs> and the discount code for that is going to be SRWFAB10. <laughs> SRWFAB10. Soul Rich Woman Fabulous, obviously, and yep. 10% discount, SRWFAB10. But we'll send through promotional material and have it in our links on these shows. Thank you, everyone. Uh, much appreciate you listening in and really encourage you to uh, look Janisha up. She's, uh, we'll, we, will have, uh, we will have her connection points on our website and uh, on our Facebook page also, and you can connect through there. Uh, but otherwise, you can connect through. It's Janisha, G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A. Look her up. She's a fabulous woman. Thank you, Janisha, for joining us today. And we so look forward to hearing more from you in the future as we continue to help people lead in a much better way. Thank you and see you next time. See you next time.